A single red die sits next to me on my desk. I got it on a trip to Las Vegas. I fell in love with it when I saw it on the craps table. It was so perfectly engineered, such precise edges coming to a point, the face so smooth you couldn't feel what number you were touching. The pips are carved out and then filled in with paint that has the same density as the plastic used to make the die itself. This ensures that the face representing the six isn't a touch lighter than the opposite side with a single pip. The feeling of the die in my hand is incredibly satisfying. It is a thing of beauty. And yet, I hate it. Three pips are pointing up at me at the moment, but if I pick it up and let it fall from my hand, I have no way of knowing how it will land. Dice are the ultimate symbol of the unknowable. The future seems knowable only when it becomes the past. I have always been extremely unsettled by things that I cannot work out. I don't mind not knowing something, provided there is some way ultimately to calculate the answer, with enough time. Is the fate of this perfect Las Vegas die truly unknowable? Or, with enough information, can I actually deduce its next move? Surely it's just a matter of applying the right laws of physics and solving the appropriate mathematical equations. Surely this is something I can figure out. Or is it? My subject, mathematics, was invented to give people a glimpse of what's out there, to look into the future, to become masters of fate, not its servants. Mathematics is the science of patterns. Being able to spot a pattern is a powerful tool in the evolutionary fight for survival. The pattern of the sun means that I can rely on its rising in the sky tomorrow, or on the moon running through 28 sunrises before it becomes full again. The caves in Lascaux show how counting 13 quarters of the moon from the first winter rising of the Pleiades will bring you to a time in the year when the horses are pregnant and easy to hunt. Being able to predict the future is the key to survival. But some things appear to have no pattern, or appear to have patterns so complex that they are beyond our ability to spot them. An individual roll of the dice is not like the rising of the sun. There seems to be no way of knowing which of the six faces will be pointing upward once the die finally comes to rest. This is why dice have been used since antiquity as a way to decide disputes, to play games, to wager money. On a recent trip to Israel, I took my children to an archaeological dig at Beit Guvrin. It was such a popular settlement in ancient times that the site consists of layer upon layer of cities built on top of one another. There's so much stuff in the ground that the archaeologists are happy to enlist amateurs like me and my kids to help excavate the site, even if a few pots are broken along the way. Sure enough, we pulled out lots of pottery shards, but we also kept unearthing animal bones. We thought they were the remains of dinner, but our guide explained that in fact they were the earliest form of dice. Archaeological digs of settlements dating back to Neolithic times have revealed a disproportionately high density of heel bones of sheep and other animals among the shattered pottery and flints that are usually found in such sites. These bones are, in fact, the ancestors of my casino dice. When thrown, the bones naturally land on one of four sides. 
Often there are letters or numbers carved into each side. These early dice are thought to have been used for divination, connecting the outcome of the roll of the dice to the will of the gods. Knowledge of how the dice would land was believed to transcend human understanding. Over time, dice assumed a more prosaic place as part of our world of leisure. The first cube-shaped dice, like the one on my desk, were found around Harappa in what is now northeast Pakistan, where one of the first urban civilizations evolved, dating back to the third millennium BC. At the same time, you find four-faced pyramid dice appearing in a game that was discovered in the city of Ur in ancient Mesopotamia. The Romans and Greeks were addicts of games of dice, as were medieval soldiers who returned from the Crusades with a new game called Hazard, derived from the Arabic word for dice Al Zahar. It was an early version of craps, the game that is being played in the casinos in Vegas. If I could predict the role of the dice, the many games that depend on them would never have caught on. The excitement of backgammon or craps comes from not knowing what number you will throw. So perhaps gamers won't thank me as I try to break the mystery and predict the role of my dice. For centuries, no one even thought that such a feat was possible. The ancient Greeks, who were among the first to develop mathematics as a tool to navigate their environment, didn't have any clue as to how to tackle such a dynamic problem. Their mathematics was a static, rigid world of geometry, not one that could cope with things tumbling across the floor. They could produce formulas to describe the contours of a cube, but once the cube started moving, they were lost.